It's your boy DJ Cyclops here with another edition of After the Music Stops right here on His Cartel Radio. And I have a very special guest coming to us all the way. Wait, you're in Baltimore right now, right? Yeah, I'm in BMO right now. You're in Baltimore right now because this man is always on the road with one of the legendary groups, Drew Hill. But I'm going to let him introduce who he is on his own. So let the world know who I'm talking to today. Absolutely, man. Um, what's up, everybody? It's your man, Scola De Niro from the multi-platinum group, Drew Hill. Man, I'm so delighted to be on your show, Cyclops, man. And, uh, and yeah, I appreciate the love, everybody that's been, you know, showing that love out there, man, and accepting me back. So it's your boy, Scola De Niro in the building. Let's go. All right, all right. So for those who don't know, let the world know, like, when you, because, well, I know, I know personally, but let yeah, the yeah, world, yeah. <laughs> let the world know <laughs> when you actually came into the group and how that came about. Wow. Um, I came into, uh, to be a part of Drew Hill in uh, 2002. Um, it's crazy how it all started. It started back, um, actually, I was producing Woody's Gospel Project. Um, it kind of go back further than that. I don't know how far back you want to go. <laughs> oh, we but, could um, go back. We could go back. Okay. Um, well, it, it all started from back in the, in the, in, in the 90s, man. I, I uh, teamed up with some friends of mine, my partner at the time, Antonio Murchison and Jerome Brooks. We, we released a song called Let's Get Personal in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. And it caused so much ruckus that we was getting so much attention from record companies and everybody. And um, at that time, Drew Hill was called Legacy. So they actually came to our office back then. And um, that's how I really got to know those guys before they got signed to Island Def Jam. So um, as time went on, Drew Hill, well, Legacy at the time ended up signing to Island Def Jam, becoming Drew Hill. And they blew up, man. And the rest is history. After that, we just kind of like stayed in, in contact with each other. I, I, I went the independent route. And they went the major label route, label route. And um, but we always stayed close, you know, because uh, Nokia would tell you, the group would tell you, they they kind of back then they wanted me to kind of like write for them and some of the songs I was writing and producing, they actually wanted for themselves at the time. It just didn't work out because I actually kept those particular songs. But you know, the rest is history, man. They got on Island Def Jam and blew up, and we stayed in contact. And um, as the years progressed. Around 2000, I think Woody was working on a gospel project, so I toured with Woody Rock for a little bit, and then um, it was time to do a Drew Hill album, and um, it was only three at the time. I believe Jazz had stepped off to do a solo project, and Def Jam wanted a four-man group, so Cisco was like, he asked Woody like to ask me would I join the group. Like a knucklehead Cyclops, I actually told the group I didn't think I fit. <laughs> you know, I told them no. <laughs> You know, like the first couple two times because I was such a fan of Drew Hill that I didn't want to mess up that magic. I felt like the world wanted to see the original Drew Hill. So I referenced um we started I ended up going out to a session at Cisco's house and I wrote a song, co-wrote a song called I Love You. And I referenced it really full jazz, but jazz at that time didn't come back. And that following week we had a meeting at Def Jam. So when I showed up at Def Jam, Def Jam felt like I, I was a perfect fit. They liked my vibe. They liked my singing. And boom, here I am today, man. The rest is history, you know? And we're talking yeah. about the legendary song, I Love You, off the Drew World Order album. Off the Drew World Order. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 So yeah. When, when you got the call and saying, okay, we will, you know, like you said, it, it was it, you didn't want to mess up that chemistry from the original Drew Hill, but then right. going into it and seeing all the love and support that was shown towards you from in the group, how did I feel when that once happened? Man, I can't even describe the feeling, bro. It was it was it was overwhelming, man. Like I can't even describe the feeling, to be honest with you, but. I, I can't thank the fans enough for giving me the opportunity and accepting me as, you know, really the first outside entity to join Drew Hill. And um, I can't explain the feeling, Cyclops, man. It was like 
I felt like I was just running with like Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and them at the time. I just felt like I felt on top of the world. So I'll say that it just felt good because I felt like, you know, all of the hard work that I've been putting in, it was finally paying off, you know, so good. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so now we're 2022. Yeah. We're y'all back on the road celebrating y'all 25 years anniversary. Right. So now that y'all doing that, I know they're doing some of the original music, you know, like in my bed and 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 yep. five steps and all them songs. So right. uh how it how is it, you know, doing those songs now as well as a member of the group? Man, it's I love those songs so much, man. And um, of course, I always wanted to be a part of those songs. So now that I get to perform that live with Drew Hill every night, it's like it's like a dream come true, man. You know, and I must say, man, like the fans are just so supportive of us, man. And, you know, in this day and era, there's not a lot of real singing going on. So Facts. for us to be able to still do the Tell Me Jump and still be able to get out there and sing with the best of them, it's just creating a certain demand for us, man. And I give all glory and praise to God for the opportunity and for keeping us, man. You know, you know, it's 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 a great vibe, man. It's a great feel. Nice, nice. So um I know you said you're like one of the first outside entities that came into the group. So yes, sir. um let the world know how many actual members actually came within Drew Hill in and out? It's like seven altogether. We wanted to be eight, but uh, Woody decided not to come back. So gotcha. um, seven, yeah, man, it's seven altogether. You got Cisco, Nokio, Jazz, Scola. You got Teo Soprano. You got Black and you got Smoke Diggler, two of the members from the group Player. Um, hmm, okay. Some people may remember Player from the song Cheers to You. Yep, cheers to but, you. But um, yeah, man. But rest in peace, Static Major. Static Major actually passed away some years back. Rest in peace to Static. And um, it's almost like we like a super group, man. They calling us the Drew Tang Clan now. <laughs> 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 you know, so um, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? And um, here we are on this 25 year anniversary run, man. And it's going very well, very well. Now, um. Are y'all going to be releasing any new music? or Because I know y'all dropped a song a couple years. Was it last year or two years ago? I think it was like, a, yeah, I wasn't in the group at the time. They dropped a Christmas album that's really nice. Yeah. The Christmas album that's out that's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, we are talking about recording some new music. It's just that everything just has to make sense. Um, you know, got a few labels and stuff looking at us. And um, the game looked like, thanks to... It looked like R&B is about to make a full circle now. It's about to come all the way back around, man. And shout out to those guys like uh, Silk Sonic, Bruno Mars and those guys, right. Anderson Park and them. Because, you know, the, the rumor is R&B is dead, but that's not true. Because looking with Bruno and them, that's strictly R&B. And right. he, he was doing it before he got with Silk Sonic. So it's just a matter of the industry just setting things up, man. And it's coming full circle again. So here we come, man, you know. Hey, y'all bringing that R and B music back, you know? Yeah, man, it's yeah, yeah absolutely. I I'll fight for R and B all day because I, you know, I grew up in the nineties, so it was like, Drew. Well, Drew Hill, like like I told you before, Drew Hill is my all time favorite group. So thank you, bro. I, like, so it it was just like okay, when I each time I heard something coming out, I was like, I'm, I was on it, and I was like, yep, right, so, <laughs> my I was man. Like, I know everything about Drew Hill, but oh, a lot of people don't get to really see the other side of the artist. That's especially when you're in a group, you really don't get to right. see, you know, because you have uh, you have some people that you know some groups gotta be like, okay, um, you get they get focused on one person in the group, right? But Hill, y'all have so many, like you said, so many entities to where it's not mainly focused on one person. Yes, sir. You know? Yes, so, sir. You know, um, I, I say, you know, I, 
I love jazz as a vocalist. I love jazz. As oh, vocalist. man. Like, you Absolutely. know, uh, when he did that song off the Nuggy Professors 2 soundtrack, I I still play that to this day to my ex. My man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My man. My you know, man. Uh, like, right. when, I, when I do karaoke, I'm singing in my bed or I'm singing beauty, you know? Like, my man. So, and I think the first song my mom actually really knew I had a gift for singing was I used right. to do five steps all the time. Oh, like, really? Yeah, five steps. Okay. That, that was my song. Like, I would try to hit, you know, each note and everything. You know, that's before puberty. But <laughs> I can't hear <laughs> right. all the <laughs> <Can't hear high laughs> right. more. But, you know, that, that was that song for me, you know. Right. Um, so right. The, the Drew Hill is being a part of my life since elementary school. Man, and, we appreciate uh, that love, man. See, to see 25 years and y'all still going strong. Because, you know, that's you right. have some groups that they come and then they go. And yeah, man. So, you know, for y'all to really, really keep going at it. And, you know, like I said, you know, you have so many individuals in the group, but y'all always seem to come back together, you know. Absolutely. I know I heard Absolutely. the song uh, Secret Garden with uh, Omar Wilson. Where Omar's a bad boy. Shout out to Omar Wilson, man. man. Man, when I and he gave y'all so much praises, like uh when I did his interview, like yes, that yes, sir. Yes. So you know yeah. to hear all all how he got that group collectively on that one song. I was like, okay, like that's when I really knew, okay, RB is really about to come back full. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out to Raheem Devon too, man, and Sean Stockton yeah. and Cisco. That was that's a great that's a great remake, man. Like absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So you as an individual, I know yes, you say, uh you stepped away from Drew Hill for a while. So right. what have you been working on individually? Oh man, I got well when COVID struck, man, I just locked in the in the studio and just oh man, my catalog is crazy right now. <laughs> it's like I've been just been recording a lot of um, heartfelt records, a lot of real songs that's about to hit, man, that's about to come out. And um, shout out to all of the fans, man, the Scola fans, the Drew Hill fans that's been anticipating something from me new. I, I guarantee you, you'll, you'll, you'll hit something soon from Scola as well as Drew Hill. Um, for the most part, man, just, you know, just living life, taking care of family, you know, my, my, my two daughters and my son and, you know, my wife, man, we, um, you know, about to build these different businesses and stuff like that. And just really just building back from COVID too, man. Cause that COVID piece was, that was tough. I lost my mother due to COVID and a lot of my good friends, man. So um, um, it feels good for things to be coming back to, to be ordinary and regular again. But um, yeah, expect some good music from your boy Scola De Niro coming real soon. Nice. Absolutely. So speaking of COVID and I know y'all are on tour, how is that, how has it differed from back, you know, when y'all first started doing tours to now with COVID, uh -huh. you know, with COVID still being somewhat real out here? Um, but to be honest with you, the only difference is, is just, you know, people preparing themselves, uh, seeing people with the mask and, you know, constantly like uh, uh, just sanitizing their hands or whatever the case may be. Other than that, that's pretty much it, you know, just the people just taking cautious of trying to be safe. Um, but the party goes on, man. <laughs> Once the music hit, it's like it, it, the party goes on. It's almost like COVID never even existed, man. Once the music starts, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Gotcha. So yeah, yeah. It, it almost reminds me of what y'all doing is almost what, uh, new edition did with home again how they brought back all the members on one album right right and so i feel like this is 25 years and that's basically what y'all doing right now yep yeah um and to where y'all giving them a great show i'm pretty sure um yes, sir. you know the, all the classics 
I hope y'all doing the classics too. Like, you know. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, <Yeah. laughs> absolutely. Um, and you say y'all still doing the tell me bounce? Oh man, it's it didn't got to the point now. <laughs> um, it's on. Uh, Drew Hill has a TikTok now, and it's like the younger generation now is they're calling it the jump song, and it's just it won't go away, man. Like the minute the song come on, the whole audience be jumping with the group as we singing the song and now it then took on another form because the younger generation is actually they made a uh this online thing man of the, the drew hill jump dance now so oh, wow. it's all good <laughs> yeah man and you know it, yeah. it's weird because yeah i'm not a gif person but mm -hmm. i didn't realize drew hill has their own gif yeah pretty much yeah yeah, and I was yeah. Like, oh, to tell me jiff i was like okay cool i'm gonna use this all the time now so yeah there you go <laughs> there you go so there you go <laughs> how does it feel for the for y'all being in the game for 25 years and um seeing a younger generation mm -hmm. adapt to y'all now okay man it's it's a great feeling it, it feel like it lets me know i feel like we're doing something right you know mm -hmm. i feel like um, you know, for, for the younger generation to accept us and love our music and sample our music and, you know, a lot of the younger generations, um, like nowadays, a lot of the younger generations, they, they, they're dying their hair blonde and all of that. So salute to Cisco for really taking a chance and doing something different back, back then. Um, I salute that brother because to me, it took a lot of nerve to me to actually want to dye your hair blonde, man. But I, yeah. he just wanted to be different. He wanted to be different and I, I feel like he started a trend and um his influence on the younger generation man is just incredible uh the whole drew hill sound um on the younger generation is just it's a blessing it's a blessing man and shout out to the younger generation man and uh, for for loving drew hill because now you can look in the audience and see 18 to 65 man like it's crazy like the range is crazy and the younger generation asking for new music from us so wow we must be doing something right cyclops you know exactly exactly you know it, it's yeah. it, it's a good thing like i said when great music is is coming back like you said a full circle because yes sir don't get me wrong i i like some of the groups that were here after y'all but it's nothing like listening to a Drew Hill album, nothing like listening to a Boys and Men album, you know, right. like y'all spoke purpose in y'all music, you know? Yes, like, sir. Yes, sir. There's a song for any situation, in any type of relationship that you're going through. That's true. So, you know, y'all yep. um, had beauty in getting uh, the follow-up on Drew World Order, where, uh, what's the name of it? Uh, Cause he says, which one? 1997 beauty change, my guys. Oh, well, yeah. Uh, Men always regret getting over. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, so, that that know. that should have been a single. That's a song that Nokio really. This, if you look at it, Men always regret getting over. It spells Margot, and that was his girl at the time. They was going through some things, and oh. he wanted me to sing it. I I suppose it had led that whole song, but Nokio sounded. His conviction was there. So I said, bro, I, I don't even want to mess that up. Why don't you? He was like, you sure? I said, yeah, you do it. And that's when the world became to, they, 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 they came to know that Nokio can sing. A lot of people didn't know he can sing, but that's Nokio all day. And myself, Cisco, and Jazz, we just did some ad-libs around what he was doing. And it came out to be a great record, man. Yes, yeah, sir. It, it really did, because I think that one, uh on me and uh, i yeah, co-wrote on me yep featuring um Nori. shout out to nori man shout yeah. out to nori yep i actually um i actually co-wrote on me okay um uh, yeah and then um the last song my angel and then went into uh oh yeah uh oh yeah uh dang can't think of other song they went into but y'all almost kind of sampled uh Jodeci. Yeah. 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 So, this guy was a Jodeci, man. Yeah. Like that, that 
that song i play that on my gospel station <laughs> oh my man <laughs> but I, I appreciate it man. you know like that song you know it it, it still hits to this day and you know um and message behind it you know right um right. i and for me when i first heard that song i really wasn't y'all don't shoot me when i say this i really wasn't a big jogacy fan at the time yet it's so cool. i yeah. I really didn't know that was a sample until I was like, I really started listening to Jodeci. I was like, oh, that's where that song came from now. Yeah, man. Jodeci was the biggest influence on, on our group. Cisco will tell you in a minute, man. They, Jodeci was trying to do their best Jodeci impression, man. It's, it's, yeah. You got to give it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, Jodeci is like everybody's favorite group, man. So shout out to the whole Jodeci, man. KC. Jojo, Dalvin, and Devontae, man. Shout out to them brothers, man. Gotcha, gotcha. No doubt. Like, like I said, y'all had such an influence on me. My first DJ battle was yeah. Drew Hill versus Boys to Men. I dropped. Wow, Drew. really? Yes, I rocked Drew Hill all day. <laughs> <laughs> that's that, dope because that's so dope because Drew Hill. You know, we want to do a versus with Boys and Men. We want to do a versus with Jodeci. Like, that would just, the fans would go crazy for, you know, one of those verses, man. So we hoping that, you know, somebody will want to, you know, step up and do that with us, man. So and if yeah. we do, you'll be the first to know. Yes, please let me know. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you'll like, be the first to know, man. That was like, right. everybody's like, I don't think you should do that. Like, you should do like... Drew Hill versus Jogacy instead of Drew Hill versus... And I was like, no, I'm doing Drew Hill versus Boys to Men. So another yeah. DJ actually stepped up to take Boys to Men. I was like, cool, because I was not going to take... Even though I love Boys to Men, I was still going to rock Drew Hill all day. So, you yeah. know... Yeah, <laughs> my man. I appreciate so, that love, man. We like, It, it was wow. so weird because the day I talked to you, the next day... The, well, the day I first talked to you, the next day the flyer came up on my memory of that mm. that battle. I was like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah, it it was nice. Okay. So yeah. Nice. Well the fans, but, the fans uh um yeah the fans are just sitting back waiting to see, you know, will it be a versus between us and Jodeci or us and Boys and Men. But um it seemed like the world wanna see either, you know, Drew Hill against Jodeci or Drew Hill versus uh Boys to Men one of the two, you know. But well, I'll be so whatever happened, I'll let you know. Yeah, if y'all need a DJ, let me know. Like I'll be the person. I promise you. I'll <laughs> definitely let you know. So I clap. I'll yeah. let you know, brother. Believe. Yeah. So believe. So far as like you said, you have new music coming out yourself individually. So what can we expect um from mm-hmm. you? I would say um real life music, whether it's um something controversial when it comes to relationships um the temptation of having to do some things you don't want to do to pay your bills um just real life man like um emotional songs that you know that may sadden my heart when i look at the world and everything that's going on from war to uh you know uh, uh, uh how can i say it um trafficking human trafficking and stuff like that like you're gonna you're gonna get different aspects of who scola really is you know as a man you know so just expect real music man expect fun you're gonna have some i got some records that's fun i have songs that's talking about like i have a song called we're getting to the money which means i'm teaching financial literacy through the song like like i say it's you know it's it's it's, it's really it's time to change the cycle and teach little Pookie and Michael about what the what a Roth IRA is. You know what I'm saying, or how to make that credit work for you and that kind of thing. Because we didn't have those lessons, so now that I know better, I want to pass that down to the younger generation through the music. So you could just expect real music from me, man. Whether it's we gonna party, we gonna cry, and we gonna love, we gonna do it all. You know. Nice. So, nice. Yeah. And yeah. what better way to do that, like learning uh, financial literacy through music? Because you know, I, I got yeah. gravitate to music. 
um, you know, they'll put music yeah, on man. whatever they're doing, you know, working out, um, working out, homework, yeah, whatever it is. So, yeah, just listening to music is very therapeutic, yes, therapeutic, man. Shout out, shout out to uh, I saw one of the amigos on something, I saw a clip where they're at the point in their life where it's, you know, some of them are just like they don't even bust down their watches with diamonds and all this stuff no more. It's like they're they're learning. Okay, we can take this money and invest it in this as opposed to spending two, three hundred thousand on a, a chain or a watch or half a million on this car. Let's take that money and and set it some businesses and stuff up. So salute to to the amigos, man. When I saw that clip, it it it, it warmed my heart to see that they're making those moves and to actually see the younger generation following suit with them, man. So shout out to the amigos crew, man, for that. Absolutely. Yes, because you know. I'll say some of the artists that I've talked to lately uh, are big on financial literacy and, you know, generational wealth. And generational wealth, brother. So, you yes, know, it's, it's for the younger generation now, like, when I, okay, when I was growing up, when I first started my music, I wasn't thinking about no generational wealth at the time. Right, <laughs> right, right. Like, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you, bro. I was thinking about getting money, getting laid, and exactly, you know, just having fun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, yeah, so, man, it's, it's you know, time, you know. During the pandemic, I think that's when I really started diving into, like, generational wealth uh because i i'm a financial uh service agent i do life insurance so some, oh, nice. some of the stuff i learned through the time of this pandemic i was like oh i wish i would have known this years ago like, oh man absolutely i wish i would absolutely known, like how to invest my money years ago like, man yes <laughs> like absolutely learning learning the rule of 72 the bankers rule. Mm. I was like, "Oh, okay. right." That's see, people. That's foreign language to some people who don't know what that is. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, I clap. It's important that you know we we pass that education down, even though we might have got it late in the game. But we have to get it out there, man. We have to. Yes, yes. It's very important that we do that. You know. So absolutely. Let, let, let's talk about life outside of music. Yes, sir. Like, how growing up? Like, how was it growing up? Like, was music always in your life, or was yes, it that like, stumbled upon you? No, nah, man. Music was in my life from my mother's side to my father's side. Like, um, on my mother's side, like my uncle Edward and my uncle Chris, and uncle David, uncle Pee Wee, all of them. They would play. I heard everybody from Heat Wave to Earth, Wind, and Fire to the whole Motown sound. Um, you name it, man. Lakeside, Slave, the Barcades. Like, I was a younger dude, but listening to all of that great music. And then you had my mother. She liked people like the Beatles and um, Elton John. And so I kind of, like, had a wide range of music. And then on my father's side, they was listening to people like John Coltrane, you know, um, uh, Fats Waller, which my last name is Waller. I found out that I'm actually related to Fats, the great Fats Waller <laughs> oh, wow. via my grandfather. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, um, like I say, man, um, Miles Davis, all of the jazz greats, George Benson, um, Donnie Hathaway, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder. So I kind of had it on both sides. And, and how what's crazy is as a kid in elementary school, I could just without even have, to, I don't, I, I could play drums. So I ended up playing drums for the family. I was, the, you know, the drums were bigger than me, but I was the, considered the family drummer for my father and his brothers. And um, it's crazy because I didn't actually play drums in years until I, I actually, if, if you go on my page, you'll see me playing behind Cisco on a thong song and everybody's just like, wow, I didn't know you could play. And I guess I got to share that with the world too. But um, back to what you were saying, um, my influences, my neighbors, man, like one of my good friends, um, Chief from Rough Ends, David and Charlie, um, uh, Dante's Jordan, his his family lived next door to us. So just about every other day, his family was in the backyard 
playing music. Then you would go around the corner and hear another band. So it was just all around us. But I just love, I can't describe it, man. Like music is, it's like another limb, you know, to hear, to hear, do, 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 to hear that, do, do, as the sun grounds the earth, no seeds. Just to hear that was like, damn, like, how could somebody make a melody like that? You know what I'm saying? So it made me want to learn how to make people feel like those songs made me feel. And here I am today, man, you know, doing my best. Gotcha, gotcha. Doing my best. When did you realize, okay, I, I know you said you had an influence all your life, but like when did yes, you realize sir. like music was going to be your outlet? Like Wow. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I didn't really realize it until, actually I would say right before graduation, you know, I went to a school called Colorado Tech and um, I was in school for to be a diesel mechanic. But I also played basketball. I was pretty good at basketball. So I really had my eye on making it to the league. But music was so embedded in me. I just started weighing my options and say, okay, do I want to come home dirty every day? Do I really want to just go ahead and hoop, try to hoop my way out, out of the hood? But, you know, you chance some injuries and stuff like that. So I said, damn, as much as I love hooping, music is the, like, the long-haul best decision because I can sing and do music until I'm 90 years old. You know, R&B and good music never die, you know? So I just chose the music route, man, and jumped on that journey and um, started out with a group called Perfect Combination. Big shout out to my man, James Pierce, better known as Jamie O. My guy, Warren, better known as Hershey, rest in peace, Day Day. Um, Dan and Dwayne Satterfield, Daryl Pearson, who actually ended up producing Jodeci, um, my old click, man. It's, Wow, like, wow, I, music, I, I, I couldn't help but choose music, you know, I couldn't help but choose music, so, um, and it's crazy, because I actually started out, I used to pop and break and all of that stuff, too, and um, I used to just, you know, think as a young entrepreneur, like, instead of battling guys in the streets, I said, hell with that, I found a manager, man, and I started getting paid every weekend just to pop and break, got with two other guys, taught them what to do, and we was going all throughout D.C., Maryland, Virginia every weekend making money. And that was just my mindset business-wise back then. So, yeah, man, music and entertainment is just, it's, it's like another limb, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. I, I, yeah, so, I, I can't, yeah. So, okay, I know you, you, you're a songwriter. So have you wrote for other artists um, besides yourself and Drew Hill? Um, yeah, I've wrote, I've written for some artists that really, that had deals and stuff, but actually never came out, um, for the most part. Um, yeah, these artists aren't really like known like God. that. They, they just didn't get that opportunity to shine with the labels and stuff like that. But, um, I'm looking forward to, to, to writing for some of the new artists that's about to come up. I just can't mention no names yet until we sign on the dotted line, but gotcha. yeah, Got yeah. It. Okay. Yeah, okay. man. So, I know you have a you have a project, well, a single out with uh, Adrian Butler and out. Am I saying this right? Al Caso, Casio. Yeah, El Caso. Yep, El Caso. Yep. Yeah. So, how did that uh come about with that? Uh, and speak a little bit on the the concept of that song. Well, actually. El Caso has been like that's a childhood friend of mine. That's my brother, man. He, 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 uh, he actually actually happened to send me the song and asked me what it, what did I think, and I said, man, I love it. Like I would love to be a part of it. He was like, sure. So he sent the song to me, man. I put my verse down, and I sent it back to him, and everybody liked what I did, and they kept it, man. So of course, you know, Adrian Butler brings that fire, man. So I had, I mean, Adrian. Yeah, Adrian brought the fire, so I actually had to, you know, put on put on my best uh my best pen game, and Damn. it worked. Everybody liked it, man, and and you know it, it was right up my alley because you know everybody's fighting some kind of temptation or demon, you know, and it's just such a real record that I just wanted to be a part of it. 
and shout out to El Caso and Adrian for letting me be a part of that great record, man. Gotcha. You know? uh, I, I, I've experienced working with Adrian. I know when you say he brings out the best pin game in you because Lord knows. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a beast. Like he's on one of my songs, but he did his nice. verse. He did his verse first, so I was like, okay. okay. I was like, all right, cool. And then I heard it. I was like, oh, maybe scratch this verse and write. Like, oh. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, right. I, I can't be. You know, like this is. I wanted to be, you know, evenly, you know, even on both sides. I was like, nah, I can't. Absolutely. So yeah, he brings out the best <laughs> writing. Like, yeah, he, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I know uh, you got you got the song out with them. Uh, you, know, you have a twenty five year uh, anniversary tour. You have your music yeah. coming out. What else do you have yeah. going on with yourself? Um, I will say this: a lot of the fans that's been looking for Let's Get Personal, I have a. Uh, I have a project that I put out like in 2008. I just put it out there just to put it out there on cdbaby.com. It's a CD called Scholar's Lost Treasures. And it features the song, Let's Get Personal. It features a song, um, Let's Get Personal, by the way, is in a movie called ATL. Um, I have another song called Your Body's Calling. It's in a Nicolas Cage movie called um, The Source of His Apprentice. And, you know, once again, I, I, I think, independent i'm always you know pushing forward like as ownership you know like owning my masters and stuff like that so that whole cd is out now and a lot of people don't know it's out man there's a beautiful wedding song on there called uh still in love dreaming colors you know it's just music i recorded throughout my journey back in the 90s and i decided to put it out there it's old to me but i had to learn like from brian mcknight was old to you it's still new to the world so yeah. I put it out there, man, and um, it just is 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 I'm getting checks like every every quarter because <laughs> you know people finding it, and what I need to do is put a campaign behind it because it's really a nice late. You can just put it on and push play, and mm-hmm. man, it's yeah, man. So if you get a chance, check out Scholar's Lost Treasures, man. It's a nice. Nice, it's a nice little something, something. <laughs> you know, baby, right? Correct. Yep, it's on CD Baby, yep. Okay. You can get it on CD Baby. Okay. Yep. All right, all right. So, uh, everyday life of you, how how is that? Because I know you're a family man, so how how is that? Yes, sir. Man, I can't, I couldn't ask for a better life, man. Like, I'm, man, like, my everyday life is like, I'm such, a, I'm very happy, man. Like, I can't complain at all. I have a beautiful family, man. Um, you know, of course, things haven't always been good, but I take the bad, I take the good with the bad. That's just the way I've been conditioned to 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 take life. You're going to have some good days and bad days, but every day God wake me up to see my family and friends, man. I'm, I'm blessed. You know, I don't, I, I don't complain about nothing, man. You know, of course you may want certain things in life, but when you think about what really matters, everything else is just like icing on the cake, brother. Nice. You know. Nice. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, 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 go ahead. No, I was going to say, I have a song I wrote for Woody. You can go to YouTube and pull it up. It's Woody featuring Case. There's a song called No Matter What You're Going Through, There's Somebody Doing Worse Than You. And that's a record that it was hard for me to get at to somebody else, but it was Woody. So if you get a chance, man, check check out No Matter What by Woody Rock, written and produced by myself. And everybody that listens to that record, it just make them, it, it changed their perspective on life because, you know, we just got to be grateful, man, and, and give God the glory and do the best we can do, you know, and move forward. Okay. You know? Hey, because like you said, somebody's always doing worse than you. You never know. Yeah, man. You never yeah. And we got to be there for each other. Everybody needs somebody to lean on. I'm just the type of person that, you know, I hate to see people have a bad day. So if there's something I can do to change the person's um, energy from being depressed to feeling happy or feeling strong, then by all means, I ask God to use me, man, and let me help that person because 
that person could be me one day. I'm going to need somebody to lean on. I would love for somebody to come through and pick my spirits up. So, you know, once again, man, I, I get not to get all, you know, spiritual on you, but I, I keep, I put God in everything I do and, you know, I ask him to use me, man, you know? So man. that's why I love music so much. Music is powerful. It give you, uh, it give you an opportunity to, you know, m- you know, help, help people get through. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You know, yeah. We had a yeah. conversation a few weeks ago. I told you, I said, my new music that I'm putting out is more, it, the, the testimony was a lot more powerful behind this music than my previous music to where you yeah. know, it's, it's, it will help somebody because I'm pretty sure somebody's gone through what I'm going through and don't know how to get out of it. I don't know. And don't, that's right, brother. So, that's right. Know, that's just right. by them hearing, you know, music from you and other people is, is, you know, it's just like, okay, if they could get through it, I know I could get through it. You can, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you absolutely. know, it's like, you know, I have a song on my album that's coming out and it's called Sorry. And it's just basically, okay. just, you know, I'm sorry to, you know, I'm, I'm apologizing to Christ because mm-hmm. I, I lost focus on him. And full focus on some a female lost mm. all focus. And you know, um, it, it tells us this whole scenario. What the crazy thing about it is I wrote that song in 2011, but oh, wow. the situation didn't happen until 2015. Uh-huh. Really? Wow. So you know, Dang. it was just like I didn't know why I was writing a song in 2011, but now I know, okay. Ain't that amazing? Wow. Yes. And it, yeah, it, it came full circle. That's amazing. So, you know, somebody's situation might be, might be in the same situation I was. Just to hear this song. Yeah, man. You know, you never know. You never know. You never know, brother. That's true. You never know, man. Wow. So, wow. um, with, with, all the accomplishments you have gotten over your career, what is one thing you could take away and say and give it to the younger generation that's coming up in the industry? Um, I would say learn, learn the business. Learn the business and be true to yourself. You know, repeat that because uh, I just don't know the business. Yeah, man, they just want the fame, Cyclops. You know what I mean? X. They just think X. it's fame and then, you know, the money. It's like, I say, learn everything you can about streaming. Learn about, you know, learn what an LLC is or C Corp. Like, learn the business, you know, so you can know what you're getting yourself into. And, um, and don't be afraid to, if you, you know, you may end up being a person behind the scenes that make things happen. You know, learn what promoters do and how janky some of them can be and mm-hmm. learn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like learn about publishing and copyrights and owning your, your content, owning your masters, you know, my, my biggest thing is learn the business, man, and be relentless and, and uh, pushing forward to succeed, you know? So being on a label and being independent, and being solo and being in a group, how does all that differ um, mm-hmm. uh, with you? Because I know, like like I said, you've been on the ind- independent circuit and you've been on the label. So how, let's go there first. How does that differ for people who listen? Um, the difference, one of the biggest differences that I love about being independent is I can release music whenever I want. Um, being on the label is kind of structured, you know, it's, it's kind of structured and you gotta, you gotta follow uh, certain protocols that, like for instance, I'll give you an example. You may have someone that's A&R, which stands for artists and repertoire, who mm-hmm. wants a certain urban record, but they're not urban. And you can bring them a hit record, but the fact that they're not urban, they want to tell you was hot in the streets and they're not even in the streets. Like that's frustrating. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so I would say, you know, being independent just gives you a certain freedom, unless you are like a group like Drew Hill who proved proved yourself and 
you know, you can come through the door and say, okay, this is what we want to do. And most of the times, because we proved ourselves, the label will say, okay, cool, let's roll. But for the most part, it's a certain structure with the labels that um don't allow you the freedom. I feel like you you need to actually go out and be the artist you need to be. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. So yeah. now let's go to being solo versus being a group. Cause I done both. Um, I know how that is. <laughs> man, <laughs> being with a group, being with a group sometimes it could it's, it could be frustrating because you all may not see eye to eye. Being a solo artist, you're your own boss. You can move when you want, do what you want, say what you want. But being in a group, it could get difficult at times because everybody might not feel the same way at the same time. You know what I mean? That's the best way I could, you know, describe that situation. But it's cool being in a group though, because the the, the days when you're on stage with your with your fellas, man, and it's just a, you know, everybody's excited to see you guys and it's a certain energy when everything lines up. But when everything is off, it could be it could be uh very frustrating, you know. And you know, yeah. I, I I got that um when I was in my group. It was only a three man group, but it was a group. Um, okay. You know, I was a I was one that always wanted to go get. I was gonna go get the other group. I was like, all right, let's right. Do, do this. Let's do this. And then I right. know, let's not do this right now. I'm like, why? <laughs> right. Right. Like, why not? Right. 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 You know, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm with not, you on that. Like, I'm a person of. Well, I, I feed off each other's in people's energy. That's that's one thing about me. And then, like, if I feel something in my gut that I was like, okay, this is like the perfect timing to do this, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go get it. That's so, right, right, yeah. and that's good. Yeah, that's so good. In a group, I was like, hey, this is like the perfect time to do this. Let's do it. They're like, nah, nah, we'll wait. <laughs> I'm like, why? I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I feel you on that. It's tough because you can miss out on some great opportunities Thanks. if you don't take advantage of certain things when it's right there in your face. So, I I've been through that too, man. Trust me, I I I get it. Facts. I definitely get it. it it's, Absolutely. I wouldn't trade those two. Those are my brothers. I I wouldn't trade them for the world. You know, my man. So it, my man. Uh, we still do music together. But now as a whole, you know, it's just like, hey, I got you on a feature and blah, blah, blah. Right. But, uh, you know, we, we still we still have that communication, but it was just like, I felt like we could have done so much more if we were just an opportunity at that moment. So, right. I got know. you. So It may come around to that, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it may come around um, to that. I think because I was going to, I was the more, uh, they had families. They both had families. I was the one that was living my life single. I didn't have no kids, no wife, no nothing. So I was like, hey, let's do this. Oh, okay, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I, I, I can see that. Yeah, so um, now let's talk about with the family because I know I've talked to some artists where um, their significant other was a, vi- a vital part of their career. So, right. um, with your wife, did y'all meet, you know, years after your music career or was it like high school sweethearts or? Oh, no, actually it's crazy because, um, she was into music, you know, too, but it's just that at that time, um, I was in a relationship at the time when I first met her and she was too, you know what I'm saying? So, but we had music in common. Even through her brother, her brother was one of the best, you know, MCs out of you know DC, Maryland, Virginia area. Um, you know, and you know, she lived her life. She was on her journey. I was on my journey, and it seemed like once time permitted certain things to happen, and boom, we now we're together. And it's like it's crazy. It's like I would. Have, that's a whole other story. It's like crazy, like how it all went down, man. Like <laughs> you know, it's crazy because she kind of like. She put it into fruition like she said it one day. And I just, I thought that, you know, me and my son's mother was going to, you know, go all the way. But she saw it and it happened just like she said it was going to happen. It's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Yep. So we, we, 
we knew each other for years. It's just we were both in different situations, and the time just presented itself, and it worked out, you know, perfectly. All praise do to God, man. You know, Allah is, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it worked so, out. So he says he's in music as well. So does he sing or? Oh, yeah, she's a singer and rapper, songwriter. Oh. And, you know, she was into fashion and stuff real heavy. Yeah, she's very, very talented. She's, um, she actually helps me with, with, with some of the music that I'm doing now. She don't do it as much as she used to now, but I'm trying to get her to do a project. That's she's why dope I'm like that. Like, does he have a project or is he going to be on your project? Uh, or? Yeah, I'm going to have on some of the stuff I'm doing. Yeah, she's, she's dope, man. Like, I ain't saying it just to be saying it, but she used to put some like male rappers to shame. Whoa, she was, yeah. Her pen game is crazy. <laughs> I'm interested in hearing her. You know, I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You, you, you'll get a sneak. I'll give you a sneak peek of some stuff real soon. Don't okay. worry. I got you. Cool. Cool. I got you. So by that being, by y'all both being in music, so y'all both had an understanding, okay? Because I know um, I spoke to an artist. I can't say no names, but I spoke to an artist that said, you know, uh, with, his uh girlfriend at the time, but now wife, you know, it was a little yeah. it was a little rocky at first because he was in the industry. So she was like, Okay, I know what goes on, on the road and, and all this other stuff. So yeah, you know, she stuck through it and now they're married. So that's good, man. Like what how was it with y'all? Was it like, okay, y'all, you she already knew, like, okay, I know what goes, you know. Yeah. She actually, man, she give me, like, we, we have no problem. I never gave her not one reason. She don't have a, of course, you know, you got the groupies and different women, yeah. you know, after the show and all of that stuff. But we have a certain trust factor that, you know, not saying that she may not feel a certain way when I'm out of town. But a lot of times she's with me. But for the most part, um, we good, man. You know, I never gave her not one reason. Like, people ask all the time, like, have Will ever give you any reason for you to think that he's doing anything? She's like, I, she's never had a problem out of me ever. I'm a very disciplined man, man, when it comes to that kind of thing. Cause no disrespect to the ladies, man. I love the ladies just as much as any man. But when you got something great at home, it's just not worth taking a chance. If you ask me, man, it's not worth it. And then you know, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, you know, call me crazy or whatever. But I, I, I don't like confusion. You know, I don't like a lot of confusion. I just like a smooth, regular, simple life. So, you know, shout out to the ladies. I love all the love I get from y'all, but I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm good. <laughs> now, now, I have spoken to another artist, um, but this was from a female perspective. Is it easier to be in a relationship with somebody that's like, like-minded when it comes to like music or something like that? Or is it harder for you to mm. relationship for, for me it's easier because she understands the grind that has to go into making it you know and um being we, we we connect on so many levels like for instance you know our, our two daughters um they're, they're homeschooled you know they're homeschooled they've been homeschooled since they were born and that's something i always wanted to do with if i ever had children so she, she, she's that she homeschools them and we have a great system that's been working for us, you know, for years. Our praise due to Allah, you know, it's it's working out really good, real good. So and she understands like sometimes, you know, it could be a bit much when I get overwhelmed with work. If I got, you know, rehearsal and I gotta get these uh songs done for these artists or whatever sometime. But for the most part, um it works out great. Okay. It does, it works out great. So I, I I would kind of influence anybody if you're going to do any business. It's kind of cool to get with somebody that's like-minded, spirited. It just makes things a lot easier. Now, you, know? you also have to know when to turn off the business mind. And turn hey, it bro, off. that's the part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know. This table, yeah. Uh, yeah, we talk about business all the time. But, yeah, I want to actually get to talk to my wife instead of yeah, my business. And you have to make that, yeah. It's called time management, brother. And of course we gotta go, you know, we gotta pay the bills, but just like you schedule anything else, you gotta schedule that. It's gotta be, it's gotta be time management, man. Gotta be able to balance it out, you know, because 
I mean, it's cool to go make the money and do that and all of that, but if you don't have a family or nobody to share with, what's the point, you know? So I am a hard worker. She said, I don't know when to stop, you know? I just, you know, coming from the bottom, not having much coming up, it's just that when the waves come, I just try to just ride the wave till it, you can't ride it no more. So if them bad days come, we got enough put away that we're good. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my mindset. That's all. Facts. And, you know, tough process. I, I feel the same way, you know, like, I ain't going to say it came from nothing, but I came from where I had to work harder, you know. So I'll say it. Right, right. Exactly. You know, exactly. so uh, now that I have that mindset, my mindset is just like, I'm always on the go, thinking of my next move, thinking of my always. next move. So it's just like, people be like, be still for once. Chill out. <laughs> like, I'm you like, know what? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, those Cyclops, that's something that I influence people to do too, because sometimes we have to be still just to hear you know, just to hear God speak to us. So sometimes we do have to be still sometimes because if we if we constantly move and we can miss our blessing. And so sometimes we do have to sit still and connect with the blessing so you can, you know, go complete what you need to complete. And at the same time, I'm learning to reflect too because I'll be so focused on getting to the next level that I learned that like sitting down reflecting, it gives me strength to move forward, if that makes sense. Like to reflect on, you know, for somebody, for me to be in France and somebody say, wow, that goes Scola, it didn't sink in until years later. And I'm like, wow, like I was in France and somebody recognized me. So <laughs> I had to reflect on that and just let me know that I'm a lot further than what I used to be. And it just broke me down, man. It made me just thank God, you know, to say, wow, like I, I did work for this. So we have to sit still sometimes, bro. We do. And you know, you know the same artist I was talking to you about with a, from a female perspective, she was telling me, you know, basically the same stuff. And I was like, okay, I will, I will, I will sit down and you know, calm down eventually. Well, right. Uh, this is before I even started these interviews for the station. And I'm okay, say, I'm gonna tell you how the interview started. So I got COVID. Oh, wow. And when I got COVID, it was like, okay, so what am I supposed to do now? So, mm. you know, I, I sat there and I reflected, like you said, and I was like, okay. But I was also like, okay, where am I going from here? So my big partner was like, let's start doing some shows. I was like, what kind of shows? And I was like, and he was like, let's do like, artist interviews i say okay if i do artist interviews i don't want to do your normal artist interviews i don't want a generic question mm. i don't want all that i want to actually dig deep into these artists to where right don't know if they don't know this artist they're going to know him by the end of the interview right right okay. i got you that's why i said we're going to do after the music stops so you know it's after all the music, all the microphones, all the beats has gone away, who are you? And you know that's who are you? Yeah, that's yeah. what this came. This whole interview process came from by me sitting still during COVID. Yes, sir. That was in January. Now we're in July, and yeah. Wow. So yeah, it, wow. it, it was just a bless. I call it, it was a blessing in disguise. I feel like this whole pandemic was a blessing in disguise in a way. You know what? I gotta agree with you, man. And I gotta apologize to anybody that, that, that may be tuned in. I um I'm still learning this technical stuff. I actually I was just on audio all of that time and I just seen something <laughs> pop up where the camera was I had to touch the camera so they could actually see me. So please forgive me, y'all, but I promise I'll come back and do it again. I'll have the right this time. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um dang man but yeah you're right um the pandemic is definitely a blessing in disguise it actually forced some people to 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 get in their hustle mode and figure it out man you know a lot of people discovered their strength because of the pandemic they didn't even realize they was that strong and resilient so you know I, i'm a strong believer they say god will never put 
too much on you that you can't bear, man. I believe yep. that. Yep. You know, I believe that. Like, yeah, DJ Cyclops came through in the pandemic. Like, yes, I, sir. Was, I wasn't DJ Cyclops five years ago. I was DJ Dion. Really? <laughs> that was me. Really? Yes, DJ Dion. Wow. But during the pandemic, I went through some rebranding. You know, um, I started you, man. started doing social media more. Uh, and that's how I got connected with Fleet DJs because they saw me doing a battle. Matter of wow. fact, they saw me doing the Boys to Made Drew Hill battle. So, wow. <laughs> so, wow. you know, it was just like, okay, you know, um, during this pandemic, like I said, the pandemic really forced me to come out my comfort zone of being to myself. And there you go. Going to work, going to DJ and coming home. Now I'm out right. here interviews and never thought I'd be sitting here with one of Drew Hill members doing it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, praise you to God, man. Yeah, so, man. <laughs> you know, it, it's just like, yeah. it's so unreal. Like you said, God would never put on you as much as you can bear. But, yeah, like, man. you know, it, he always, he might not come when you want him to, but he's going to come mm. on, on time. So uh, Yes, sir. Yes, so, sir. You know, um, I felt like the pandemic really helped a lot of people, like you said, um, maneuver differently because some people came out this pandemic on top to where they're doing stuff that like they never thought they would be doing. Yep. Yep. Amen okay. to that. Yep. I never That's thought I'd be selling life insurance, but during the pandemic, I was like, let me just pick up some life insurance. So there you, you know? go. There you go. And speaking of that, man, see. That's something that another thing I like to teach through my music is, is life insurance and insurance and, you know, how to make that work for you, too. It's very important, man. So, wow, Cyclops, I got to call you, man. We got to chop it up about that. Yes. That's a great thing. Yes. So, and you know, people my age really don't realize how important that is. Um, yeah, man. It's very important, bro. You know, like, I've been telling you, I was like, I could get you a life insurance policy for the same amount you paying for Netflix each month. Right. Like <laughs> you could pay Absolutely. life insurance that's gonna last you forever and it's gonna yeah. be a legacy behind Netflix exactly. is gonna be here forever. Man, you preaching, brother. I so, tell anybody you have small children, man, like get into that, that insurance, man, and, and build a plan for them. So by the time they're 18. It's a lot you can do with that, man, to, to, to uh, set their future up. You know what I mean? Facts, facts. Yeah, brother. Yeah, so, you know, everybody yeah. like, well, we got insurance for my jobs. That's not that's not your insurance, though. It's not the same. Right, right. That's not right. Insurance. That's their insurance on you. you get on the, you, that's right. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. It, it's a lot of stuff that. Yeah, like I said, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We go. That's gonna be the part two. We're gonna do that on the part two side. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, financial literacy with DJ Cyclops of Scola. Yes. Yes, sir. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> yes. Um, but before we get out of here, is there anything that you would like to say, um, to the listeners, um, before we go? Um. First, man, I, I want to thank everybody who, who did tune in and um, stay tuned, man, you know, for this whole Drew Hill 25-year anniversary. Uh, be on the lookout for new music from Scola. Go check out Scola's Lost Treasures. Um, for any, you know, uh, booking information, you can go to scoladenero.com, S-C-O-L-A-D-I-N-E-R-O.com. Shout out to my management team, JFK Entertainment, John Kilgore, letter that's big bro right there. Um, and just be relentless, man, and and uh and what it is that you 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 want to do to 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 accomplish your goals, man. It's gonna be some challenges, but stay strong and continue to believe in yourself and move forward. You can do it. Trust me, I'm a bad witness, you could do it. All right, so. And for those Drew Hill fans, where can they catch y'all next on this tour? Uh, see, I don't know offhand, but if you go to go to Drew Hill 25, okay. Drew Hill 25.com, 
you could get all of the tour information and tour dates. Actually, you can go to scolodeniro.com as well and get all of the tour dates. Um, you can actually you can actually look at uh, we just got on it for we won the the um we just won the the urban iconic award for the Black Music Honors. We filmed that in June in Atlanta, and some states are still playing it whether it's Fox or some of the other networks, if you go on like scolodeniro.com or Drill25 and tap on air dates, it'll let you know when that show airs again in your city. You know, it was another great show. So um, as well as the um, Trumpet Awards, you know, go to the website and check us out. You can find everything you need from music to merchandise to, to show dates when we're coming to your city or your town. So check us out. All right. Well, y'all heard it here. Like it was a pleasure sitting down with the iconic one of the iconic members of Drew Hill Scola. Wow, I appreciate it, brother. Thank you, man. No, thank you. Um, shouts out to my sister Zora for hooking this up. Cause yeah, like shouts out to Zora, man. Thank you so much, family. Big shout out to Felicia too, man. Felicia out in uh Tulsa, Oklahoma, man. Yes. For making a connection to Zora and now Zora led me to Cyclops. So we're all one big family now, you know? Yes, yes like absolutely. Like when she told me she had to connect and she told me the name, I was just like, I thought she was lying. <laughs> really? <laughs> I thought she wow. was lying. She followed Thank up you. with another message. I was like, oh, she's not lying. Like, yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here, brother. And I, I, I can't thank you enough, Cyclops. I'm looking forward to doing it again, brother. And uh, I think I'll see you soon, man. We're coming, we coming your way real yeah. soon. Um, and yeah. I'll, I'll definitely give you a shout sometime tomorrow, man. And let's get together, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, like I said, I'm DJ Cyclops. He's Skola from the legendary group Drew Hill. This is yes, sir. Music Stops right here on his Cartel Radio. And until next time, Y'all stay safe, stay blessed, yes, and y'all yes, never sir. know who's going to be in the hot seat next week. Until there it is. Yes, sir. Peace and love, brother. Thank you.